This is Mission Control, Houston. Ignition sequence start. I've been preparing for this all my life. Here's Porter on hard and taking him to school. What a great play by Jay Shante. KJ Martin climbed Bobon Mountain. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. And you've seen tonight that we, we fought together, we stayed together, and it's about damn time, man. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up and welcome to another episode of Locked on Rockets, the best and only daily podcast covering your Houston Rockets. As always, I am your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and partner at Apollo Media. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin, the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, as well as at Apollo HOU. Quick reminder. Got to check out our live NBA draft show this year. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. You get local expert analysis on every single pick. Follow the Locked On NBA YouTube channel today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be there after each and every single one of the Rockets picks. But for today's episode, what I want to do is I want to run back uh, Jalen Green's media availability session that he had. Uh, finally was able to sit down with the media. And not only that, I, I want to you know run that back and then talk about it a little bit in the third segment. So we're just going to go ahead and dive straight into it. Okay. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining. I'm Devon Garden from the PR department. I'm joined here with Jalen Green, who's here to answer a few of your questions ahead of Thursday's NBA draft. Uh, if you have a question for Jalen, please raise, please use the raise your hand function, or you can send me a message in the chat. Um, we'll try to take as many questions as we can today. Okay. Jalen, with our first question, we're going to go to Mark Medina. Mark, go ahead. Hi, Jalen. Uh, thanks for doing this. Um, I was wondering, why do you think uh, the G League Ignite will prepare you best for the NBA as opposed to college or overseas? Um, well, I mean, the G League tonight is like playing in the States, so overseas is a whole different game. And, um, college, uh, I just feel like the G League is one step ahead of, uh, college. So, I mean, you learn how to become a pro owner off the court early. So that's how I think you, it could prepare you. Okay. Thank you. Next question. Let's go to Chris Henderson. Chris, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Jalen, man? Congrats on everything that you got going for yourself now and going forward in your NBA career. So I have – it's a two-part question. So the first part I need to know, growing up, who were some players that you maybe idolized or sort of padding your game around? And then I have a follow-up question to that. Um, I grew up watching a lot of Mike Jordan, um, Kobe Bryant, KD, Dwayne Wade, uh, a whole bunch of players. I, I had a lot of favorite players growing up, but the ones I locked into the most was probably MJ, Kobe, and, uh, yeah, the GOATs for sure. All right, and my follow-up question for you is going to be, so obviously getting drafted, something special is going to happen. You're going to be on a video game, NBA 2K. Can you talk about being on that, man, and how that may be the biggest honor of everything, right, just to be on 2K, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be crazy. Uh, the fact that I'm even going to be able to play with myself because, I mean, I, I don't really play video games too much, but, like, when I do, I'll probably hop on 2K. So, the fact that I'm going to be on that game and I'm going to be able to go play with myself. Yeah, the first thing I'm going to do is go play with myself. So, yeah. I appreciate you, man. Next question, Spencer Davies. 
Spencer Davies, basketballnews.com. Hey, Jalen, uh, obviously, you know, being as young as you are, you probably still got a little time to grow. So I was wondering, you know, just you're a shooting guard right now, but I'm sure that you'll be in some three guard lineups uh, going forward. So I just wanted to know what your comfortability is uh, playing with uh, two other guards uh, and, and being, you know, kind of that that three. Um, I think I'm pretty comfortable with it. I think I got a chance to adjust to doing that in the uh, G League. I didn't, I wasn't really ball dominant as much as I was in high school. So that gave me a chance to really learn how to play off the ball and play from the corners. Thank you. Next question. Let's go to Brian Field. Brian, go ahead. Uh, thanks for doing this, Jalen. Could you talk about the, yes, uh, the young core and the athleticism of the Houston Rockets and what intrigues you about them? Um, I think they're a young team. I think they have superstar talent. I think they got great players. Um, I think they get out fast and get out and run. Um, seem like a free free team. Being able just to play off reads and play in transition, it's just a super exciting offense. So, yeah. And can you talk about, you know, playing in the G League? Do you think that playing against older older guys and older competition is what's going to help you take that next step into the NBA? Um, yeah. Like I said, it's like getting like uh, you a step ahead, um, learning how to play in the offense, the pace of the game. So, yeah, it was basically like an advantage. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Jalen, our next question is going to come from Daniel Bell. Hi, Jalen. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, a lot of guys have talked about how talented this draft is and how good they think this draft is and how they think it's one of the most talented drafts in a while. What's your overall take on the draft? What is class? Uh, my overall take on the draft class? Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with Mike Smith. So I think we the we the best draft class since 2003. Uh, I think we got a lot of star talent. I think we got a lot of players that's really good in the class. Um, yeah, there's a lot of high ceilings for everybody. I think everybody that's going in their draft is going to do super good and have a really long career. Thank you. Next question, Steve Angeles. Steve, go ahead. Uh, Steve Angelos from ABS-CBN, the Philippines. Uh, we've had a big week in sports. I saw you were kicking it with Manny Pacquiao the other day also. Um, just wasn't meaning you to have, like, kind of all this hope of the country and just the whole country watching you, waiting to see where you'll end up. Um, I think it's awesome. Um, I love the Philippines. They show love and support. Um, I'm just happy I get to represent them. I'm happy that I have family out there and I'm tied into the Philippines, so. I'm excited, and I hope they're excited. All right. Good luck, man. Appreciate it. Next question, let's go to Jonathan Fagan. Thank you. Uh, Jalen, if you were to go second to the Rockets, it would mean not going first, which has always mm -hmm. seemed to be very possible for you. How would you feel about that? Would you be how, – how would you feel about not going first but going second to Houston? Uh, I'm going to just be happy that I'm getting drafted. It's a dream come true. That's all I'm happy about. What would you tell the teams that are considering drafting you that high? If you're, if a team is thinking of taking you with the first pick of the draft or not, what would your advice be? Advice about what? What about they picking? should do. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I, I can't really speak into that. Um, it's whatever the team needs and whatever the team decides or whoever's making that decision. So it just all depends on what they need. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay, next question is going to come from John Neo. John, you can go ahead. Hey, Jalen, a lot of buzz about the workout you had with Detroit. I wonder what was your takeaway from that visit, and, and do you think that's a possibility here? Um, it could anything could be possible in this draft. Um, you don't know what's going to happen that night. You know, hope that the trades can happen. We, we never know. So, um, I think it was a good workout. Um, the, the staff was amazing. The facility was amazing. So, yeah. How much time did you spend with him? Uh, I was out there for two days. Okay, thank you. Okay, our next question. Let's go to Joe V. Ray. Charlie, you can go ahead. Hey, Jalen, how are you? Say it again. How are you, Jalen? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, you know, whichever team drafts you, they'll they'll be expecting you to have a lot of on-ball reps as a scorer. You can score off the pick and roll. We you can pull up for like, a jumper. All this hope of the country. Uh, yeah, um, you can pull up for a jumper and uh, you can score one and one. So uh, as someone who's expected to be maybe a secondary playmaker or a lead initiator, what do you think you need to work on the most as someone who is expected to carry a lot of the offensive load? Um, I think I think I need to work on my defense the most. Uh, I think the offense is going to come over time um, of the game. And plus on top of that, I'm begin training a whole bunch of things like that. So I'm a I'm a tying up as we go. Plus on top of that we've been working out way before this draft even comes. So it's been like a good five months of just working out and building my foundation again. So um I think the main focus going in is probably just uh slowing down and uh playmaking and then the defensive side. And that's the first bit of Jalen Green's media availability. We'll run back the second half of it here in just a moment after a quick message from our friends over at Built Bar. Because look, if you've never have, never had a protein bar that you actually like enjoyed, right? You got to check out Built Bar. They are the best protein bars on the market. Every single bar is low cal, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great if you're on a keto diet. They've got so many amazing flavors to choose from: raspberry, mint chocolate brownie, double chocolate, coconut brownie chunk. My personal favorite. Can't go wrong with a single bar on. On their menu. So go check out their website, builtbar.com. And when you're there, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your very next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Continuing the Jalen Green media availability session. We'll just, so we'll just dive right back in to the second part of this and, and wrap it up in this segment. Oh, okay. Jalen, our next question is going to come from Chris Fedor. Chris, go ahead. Hey, Jalen. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So there are some reports that say that um, you won't work out with teams beyond the second pick. Um, is that true? And if so, what went into that decision for you? Um, yes, that is true. And uh, it was just a decision I had made with my team. Um, those are where – that's where I'm trying to go, high into the draft, one or two. Uh, hopefully that happens. So we, they, we just – Stuck to our gut. I feel like I'm one of the best players in the draft. 
and uh, or the best player in the draft. So, with that being said, I feel like I should work out for the highest team. And then for you, Jalen, no matter where you go, you know, you're going to go to a team um, that didn't do a lot of winning the last season or the last couple of yeah. seasons. Yeah. So with that, obviously, comes pressure and expectations. Um, how, how do you feel about the level of pressure and expectation that could come with being the first overall pick, second overall pick, a top five pick? Uh, I, I don't mind at all. Um, there's been a lot of pressure all through. It has changed. It's still a day. It's still something I work hard towards. So I ain't really worried about the pressure or nothing like that. I'm going to still focus on my craft and whatever I got to do to make the team better. Thank you. Best of luck. Appreciate it. Okay, Jalen, our next question is going to come from Jackson Gatlin. Jackson, go ahead. Hey, Jalen, appreciate you taking the time to sit here with us. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Um, so I, I recently sat down with your former coach, Joey Fuca, and he said that you are a franchise changer. So I want to know, what do you think makes you a franchise changer, or a franchise changing talent, and how do you envision yourself potentially fitting in with a franchise like the Houston Rockets? Um, I mean, the Rockets are an exciting team. They get out and run. They play hard. Um, I feel like I'm an exciting player. I get out and run. Um, so I just think it would be a good fit if it happened. Thanks, Jalen. Yes, sir. All right. Our next question is going to come from Mark Spears. Mark, you can go ahead. What's up, Jay? What's up? How you doing? Good, man. Good to see you. Congratulations on it all, man. I, I appreciate you. Hey, um, so I wanted to ask you, being in the Bay Area, especially when a lot of this was starting to get real hot, um, being a Filipino, what did you think about the Asian hate uh, that was going on and also being a Black man as well? Uh, seeing the Black Lives Matter movement over the last year. I know there's a lot there, but just want to see your thoughts on both. I think I think it was uh, it was heartbreaking, especially at the time because COVID was going on and a lot. I mean, it was just a lot going on at that time. So um, yeah, it, it was heartbreaking. I think it was a tough time for everybody, and especially that that was going on the Asian hate and. The Black Lives Matter. Um, yeah, it was sad. And as a kid that encompasses both, um, how do you do? You plan to use your platform in in any way to bring any highlight to social justice issues? Yeah, of course. Um, that was something we talked about in the bubble. Um, that's something we did in the bubble as a team in the unit. Uh, we made shirts, um, all types of things. Uh, so yeah, that's something I'll, I continue to carry. I'm gonna continue to carry on and figure out what I could do using my platform. All right, continue success, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, next question, John Carlos Rodriguez. John, you can go right ahead. Um, hi, Jalen. Big fan here from from the Philippines. Um, super awesome in the G League and all the highlights and exclusive moves are, you know, obviously the things that we're all. Excited to see you bring into the NBA, but but the, my question is: Is there a specific challenging moment or hardship maybe from that experience, or maybe an advice, whether from a coach or a teammate, or maybe even an opponent that you would bring 
with you as a motivation into the NBA? I'm going to bring everything that I learned in the G League. Um, I learned a lot in the G League, so there's a lot of knowledge, advice, um, your own experience. So everything that I learned and got in the G League, I'm going to take with me. Thanks, Jalen. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Jalen. Our next question is from the Zoom chat. I'll read it off to you. What has basketball taught you to use in other areas of your life? What? What, what has basketball taught you in your life that you've applied to other areas? <clears throat> um, I mean, it's taught me how to socialize, uh, meet new people. Um, and stand on what I think is right and yeah, things like that. Okay, thanks. Our next question is gonna come from Dave Hardesty. Dave, go ahead. Hey Jalen, I know you talked a little bit about your Detroit workout. Could you talk about uh, what your Rockets workout was like, meeting the coach, players, how that went for you? And, and there's been some buzz about you possibly being in Houston this week, maybe for a second follow-up, if you could talk about the truth of that, if possible. Um, I just got – I just finished my Houston workout yesterday. Um, it was actually a really good workout. Um, I met all the coaching staff. It was really good. Um, Detroit and Houston are, are really good um, teams, have really good staffs, and, yeah. All right, next question. Let's go to Chris Gardner. Chris, go ahead. Jalen, what goals do you have for your rookie season? Uh, rookie of the year. And uh, maybe a defensive team or first team on defense, something like that. Um, something with defense. We're trying to be a two-way player. So, yeah, but rookie of the year for sure. Thanks very much. All right, next question, Landon Buford. Landon, you can go ahead. Hey Jalen, I saw that you uh, gave back to your uh, to your hometown and uh, right before the draft. Um, I wanted to know why is that important for you personally, especially being so young coming into the league, that you want to give back to your community. Uh, I mean, first of all, that's why I, that's where I came from. Um, that's what I've, I've learned. I grew up there, and that's some other place that made me so. Um, Boys wanted to just get back to the community. That's something my parents have installed into me. And, um, I mean, it means a lot. Uh, the fact that I even have the power to do that. And um, that's for sure not going to be the last time. Many more to come. All right, Jalen, our next question is going to be from Alder Almo. Alder, you can go ahead. Hi, Jalen. Uh, I'd like to ask, because you were talking about uh, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, uh, what parts of your game or have you studied their game or their work ethic that you can uh, get or you can take it? Just how, they, just how they approach the game, their mentality, how serious they take it. Um, that's, that's pretty much the biggest thing. I, I mean, obviously, like, their moves and stuff, uh, just how they get to their shots and get to their spots and pick and choose where they want to go. Um but, yeah, I really just pay attention to the mentality and how much time they put in. Can, as a follow-up, can you describe your uh, routine or the work ethic or the work that you put in to, to realize this dream? Say it again. As a follow-up question, I'd like to ask, uh, can you describe your work ethic or the work you put in to realize this NBA dream? 
Uh, I put in a lot of time to get here. Uh, you can't really just not work out and think you're going to get to the NBA. Um, you got to put time in. So I put in a lot of time over the past six years. All right. Our next question is from Raphael Haynes. Raphael, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, Jalen? Man, congrats uh, for getting drafted on Thursday. I appreciate it. No, no problem. I wanted to ask you, Brian Shaw was your coach. He coached you, and he always talked about, I was in a report that he said you had the it factor. But can you tell me how he has inspired you and what advice he's given you going into the NBA, if you can share that? Um, he's given me a lot of advice. Um, can't really think of nothing right now. Uh, but he's given me so much advice throughout the bubble. Um I mean, he's played alongside with a whole bunch of great players, like Bird, Kobe Bryant, Shaq. Like, he knows what it is and knows what it takes to get there. So, uh, he always just told us just to work hard. You got to stay in the gym uh, to be smart. Everyone's watching you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, b played a big role in my part of it uh, and getting to this uh, time right now. So, yeah. And then what a lot's been going on as far as drafts coming up, you've been um, working out for, for teams. Have you had time to really enjoy this, though? <laughs> Just to think, like, man, this is here. This is what I've dreamed about. Have you had a chance to enjoy it? Yeah, I have. Um, it's been exciting. Traveling, um, working out. Um, I mean, it's all, it all feels pretty, like, normal to you. I don't think it's hitting me all the way, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying every part of it. All right, thank you. Our final question from today is going to come from Pravnad Rama. You can go ahead, please. Jalen, how did the G League help you develop as a good player? Um, like I said before, um, it, it gives you, it teaches you how to be a pro on and off the court. I mean, we learn the terminologies, um, learning offenses. Um, learning the pace, the speed of the game. So, I mean, it just helped me understand it more ahead of everybody. And I think that was the biggest thing, just picking it up on it early because it's hard to learn them terms. Like, coming in, like, you got to know the spots, you got to know the sayings. You know, like it's, it's crazy. So, I think it prepared me a lot. What type of impact do you want to have in the NBA? Um, I mean, I'm trying to be rookie of the year. So I think I think that speaks for it and what type of impact I'm trying to have. And that's going to do it for Jalen Green's media availability. Now, I do want to kind of talk about it a little bit here in this final segment coming up after a quick message from our friends over at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's basically impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Not only that, right? But why would you want to spend up to 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts? RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low, and they charge the same whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, which is how it should be. Go to the website, check it out. The catalog is super easy to navigate. Their website, really user-friendly. And when you're checking out, when you hit the little shopping cart icon on the top right to check out, be sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. 
And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Let's talk a little bit about the Jalen Green media availability. Um, You know, I think there were some really interesting tidbits that came out of there. And one of which, you know, and I had some people commenting, you know, on on the the YouTube side of things uh, about this was, you know, I thought I I could have sworn that I mentioned in one of the two most recent episodes that Jalen Green had, you know, only, you know, reportedly only worked out for the Houston Rockets and Detroit Pistons. But now it is actually confirmed uh, that he has not worked out for anybody else other than Detroit and Houston. And he was actually in Houston for a secondary workout um, that went really well. And there's pictures of him on his social uh, where he's, you know, chowing down uh, on a private jet uh, with a little Landry's napkin tucked into his shirt. Uh, I had a little fun with it and threw a Whataburger uh, Photoshop in the background, you know, just because, you know, just little Houston things, even though Whataburger, Whataburger is like a Southern thing, but it's like, I don't know, it's heavily associated with Texas. So um, he's not going to the Spurs or the Mavericks. So there's that. But I digress. Um, so I, I think it was interesting that Jalen, you know, came out and said, hey, no, I've only worked out for the top two teams. He feels he you know, came out and said, I feel like I'm the best player in the draft. Um, you know, so that's where his focuses lie. And, you know, I really appreciate that. I appreciate that sentiment. And that is kind of the inverse sentiment from Evan Mobley, who again, resigned himself to just no, all right, you know, Detroit and and Detroit and Houston. No, they don't value me as you know, the number one or the number two overall pick. I'm not going to work out for you guys. Like it's completely polar opposite mentalities and attitudes out of these two guys. And um, I do think that some of the other comments that you get out of Jalen Green in this one, uh, I think that it was really great to hear as far as goals that he's setting for himself that he you know, clearly wants to be the rookie of the year. Um, that's you know the first major goal, major milestone that he's trying to set for himself as an NBA player. But he also mentioned uh, being you know, an all-defensive type player. You know, wanting to focus on that side of the game, he mentioned, you know, his defense multiple times in that media availability. And I think that's a great, you know, that's great for me because that was, you know, and for many others, because that was one of the areas that I was kind of originally hung up on with Jalen Green was thinking, okay, you know, yes, he's like the total offensive package, but what's going to happen with him defensively at the NBA level? Like, is he going to be you know, detrimental to an NBA defense, or can he get to a point where he is conceivably, you know, at least a neutral level defender, if not hopefully maybe a plus level defender down the line because he's got all the tools to do it. He's got, you know, he's 6'6", maybe borderline 6'7". He's got a 6'8 wingspan. Uh, You know, he's got the athleticism, the speed, the quickness, the agility to be able to be a menace defensively. Uh, And then once he starts to fill out his body a little bit more, conceivably he'll be able to guard some of the bigger wings in the NBA and not just be a guard defender. So hearing him puts, you know, put a lot of pride in the work that he's put in defensively and the, that, you know, understanding that's an area of his game that he still really wants to grow in is a big step. Like that's, you know, some high level self-awareness. And I appreciate hearing that from him, Uh, you know, commented, you know, about Houston, nothing major, but just, you know, that it'd be an exciting fit, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It was, it was a solid media availability session. I wasn't incredibly blown away by it. Uh, but I do think that, you know, he doubled down on wanting to win rookie of the year. That was kind of like his closing statement. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Uh, you know, just again, he said all the right things. Uh, I think he answered questions, 
uh, thoroughly and, you know, honestly, um, didn't dodge anything. It didn't feel like, uh, so yeah, I, you know, it was a, it was a solid media availability session and, uh, I'm excited to potentially see Jalen green become a Houston rocket because there's, again, there's like that. I'm like 95% of the way sure that Jalen green is going to be a Houston rocket at this point. Like there's very little movement on that front. And then not only do we have all the other signs pointing towards Jalen green, uh, just Tuesday evening, uh, Felicia Stone posted what was a key lime pie with a green emoji heart to her Twitter feed. And I know that, you know, we've done this before in the past here at Locked on Rockets is sifting through the tea leaves of social media of athletes or insiders trying to figure out what things mean. But Rockets Twitter immediately ran with it and, you know, decided, okay, a green heart, it's got to be Jalen Green. Key lime pie, it's green. It's got to be J- like, it's pretty funny. Um, so, you know, we are less than 48 hours away from the NBA draft. It's going to be incredibly exciting to see how it all pans out. I'm going to have one more show to put out before the NBA draft where I kind of lead into it with my final NBA draft thoughts, my final selections, who I want the Rockets to go with, uh, who I definitely don't want them to pick, that kind of thing. Uh, Due to some scheduling issues, we weren't able to get that final uh, pre-draft film room in with Ali Kambijani. Unfortunately, uh, he and I just working off some really hectic schedules and it's been kind of hard to coordinate. Uh, he misses you guys though. He told me to say that. Uh, but, uh, we will have Ali Khan with us as well as a couple other, uh, big name rockets accounts for a post NBA draft live show. So I will not be streaming anything during the NBA draft. Uh, I will be just, you know, watching the draft, attending a, a, a small little party uh, with some with some people, but nothing major because I need to be available. I'm going to be doing the uh, analysis picks for Locked On. So that's going to be really cool and fun. So tune into the live uh, Locked On draft show if you're interested in that via YouTube. That's going to be fun. Uh, I'll be, you know, again, making my appearances whenever the Rockets make their picks. But after the draft is done and, you know, formally concluded, I'll be going live on the Twitter streets uh, via Twitter and via YouTube live, I think, too, uh, with some special guests and kind of breaking down what the Rockets did, what they didn't do, what other teams did. Uh, It's going to be a fun night. You know, it's going to be very free flowing. It's going to be really cool. Stop by. You'll be able to come by, hang out, ask questions, all that good stuff. It's going to be a really cool way to kind of, uh, you know, step away from the draft, post-draft, and figure out, okay, well, what does some of this mean? You know, who are the winners? Who are the losers? All that good stuff. And it's going to be a really fun night. So don't want to miss out on that. Be sure to check that out. Uh, Also, again, quick reminder, I already mentioned it a couple times, but be sure to check out the live NBA Draft show. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, and it's brought to you by Built Bar. You get the local expert analysis on every single pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. But for today's episode, that is going to do it. As always, thank you so much for watching, for listening, and we look forward to having you back right here at Locked On Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.